John 3, verse 30. He must increase, I must decrease. I feel like I've been writing obituaries one after another these past three years. Obituary for the death of friends I didn't realize I valued until they were gone. These friends, or should I say freedoms, seem small initially, but can end up being huge in everyday life choices. Individually, these freedoms or friends are abrasively small. Cumulatively, are erosively life-changing. For example, being able to eat when I want to eat instead of planning meals around medicines or not wear the full-length compression hose needed to take the strain off my heart. Choosing shoes that match my outfit instead of those that keep my ankles and feet from collapsing. Not wondering if the next action or activity will take the pain status from manageable to holding back tears. Just to name a few. All of these add up to a day that looks far different than just three years ago. The latest friend or freedom loss came yesterday when my doctor told me I couldn't pick up anything over 10 pounds because of the fragility of my spine. That may not seem like much, especially God, since God has given a strong and helpful husband, son, and colleagues, but it's still a loss I'm grieving today. So this post is my obituary to acknowledge and affirm the death of a yet of another part of my life. Saying goodbye to an ability is one thing. Surrendering it is altogether something else. Yeah, it's good to see God give more powerful ideas and words as my body fades. But it's also hard watching my frame return to the dust from whence I came as Adam's child. Yes, the spirit does burn faster, fresher, and freer in the decline to dust. My mind knows this is exactly what Paul tells me is supposed to happen, regardless of how my heart might feel about it today. And therein lies the rub, for my strength of will is also decaying alongside my body. But I'm seeing this to be a good thing. For here in the broken rubble of body and will, I find the strong, solid, steadfast stone who remembers I'm dust and reminds me that he alone is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. He calls me to fall upon him, for he is far more than what I need, long for, or even imagine. He gives rest for my dust, freedom for days unknown, and hope for obituaries yet unwritten. So today, to this stone and these truths he's writing on my dusty heart, I hold fast. And for the day when I can't hold any longer, I rest in the truth that my stone holds me fast forever. Revelation twenty two twenty. The one testifying these things says, Yes, I am coming quickly. Amen, Lord Jesus. Amen. Oh, yes. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Come quickly. Here's a few practical tips for helping those of us writing obituaries that, and we're trying to hold fast for yet another day. Please tell us scriptural truths, not just what sounds good. There's a lot of sayings out there that sound good but really aren't. For example, God will never give you more than you can handle. As a patient living every single day with far more than I can handle, please hear me on what is true. God gives more than I can handle every day. But he strengthens me continuing the truth that there's nothing he can't handle in and for me. Please grieve with us as we write our obituaries, even if the loss might seem small to you. Small losses easily, easily add up to big challenges when heaped one by one by one on an ever-growing pile. We don't need your pity, but we welcome your compassion. Obituary writing is a temporary but necessary time for us and it's much easier when done with friends. Please do ask if you can help. 
You're not being nosy or judgy. You're being a good friend. And if we say no thank you the first time, please keep watching and ask again later. For later is when the strength is drained away like an empty bathtub and we're desperately in need of help, but are probably too embarrassed or self-conscious to ask for it since we declined it earlier. And when you offer to help, please follow through on what you said you'll do. Life happens, and we understand if you can't follow through, but a call, text, or email with a change in plans is far more important to us than you might imagine. Most likely, we've told ourselves, I can make it until blank comes. And we've rationed our strength to keep moving forward until blank comes. But if blank doesn't come, then we're not only in the pit of exhaustion or pain, we struggle with the life, feeling unseen, unseen there, face down alone in the mud. Thank you, dear friends, for your help, for your prayers, for your listening ear, for your encouragement. You are appreciated by this one writing yet another obituary today. Thank you. Bye. Written by and copyrighted to Beth Madison, Ph.D., 2022.